what's popping guys welcome to episode number five of get up 10 podcast i know it's been a couple days but you know good things come to those who wait or so they say so here i am better late than never and all those other cliches (laughs) um yeah but i've been kind of busy lately working um and also been I'm not gonna lie I'm gonna be transparent with you guys also been in my feelings so that's why I'm coming to you now um I just got home from work and so I was supposed to record my podcast on Monday um that's my day that I told you guys however I literally worked all weekend like Friday Saturday Sunday then Monday I had an EKG course from eight to four so honestly like after I left work I just went straight to sleep at like 5 p.m and I did not wake up until the next day 5 a.m and then Tuesday Wednesday I was all up in my feelings and just trying to I don't know guys I've been going through it so I guess trying to stay in a good place and like just um I feel like the best thing to do when you're going through something is just to stay grateful and like remind yourself of the bigger picture and you know that all things will work out for your good and just um, stay positive and get out your feelings as much as you possibly can. I don't know. I find it difficult because I definitely try to, you know, be a boss and get out my feelings, but also like totally be in my feelings and cry and just tell the world I'm having, not the world, my, tell my close personal friends that I'm having a bad day. So that's where I've been at and that's why I'm here now, but I'm in a good mood now and um when I was going to record on Monday, I had asked you guys, like, what do you guys want to hear about? Like, what should I talk about? Because I didn't have the weekend to plan. Um, and a lot of you guys were like, oh, talk about nursing. And I'm just like, uh, okay, <laughs> you really want to hear about my weekend? Because, okay, so here's the thing. Nursing. I am a nurse. A registered nurse. I got my bachelor's. Like, it. I'm super proud of myself for that accomplishment, you know, to be 21 years old and have a degree with a nice paycheck. Like, I'm really proud of myself for that. I mean, the whole graduating college thing for me, it's a big deal, but it's not a big deal with my family because both my parents have their degrees. Uh, My mom and my dad actually met at college and my, they both have their degrees in computer science, but my mom has her bachelor's and my dad got his master's. So me graduating for my family wasn't like a big first, but you know what it was because I'm the oldest in my family. Um, And then, you know, like my parents are not nurses. So it's funny because people will ask me like, oh, so why did you become a nurse? Is your parent, are your parents nurses? I'm like, no, no. So I'm going to talk to you guys about that today and I'm just some behind the scenes stuff about nursing that maybe you did know, maybe you didn't know, maybe you're thinking about becoming a nurse one day. I don't know, but we're going to talk about it since that's what you guys have expressed to me. Um, Before I get started, I want to shout out my guy, Joe Fucarino. Um, Check out his podcast, Therapy Without a Degree. Dope human being. Just wanted to show him some love. Super thankful for him. He's helping me out a little bit behind the scenes. Um, So, yeah. Let's talk nursing. <laughs> um, where do I begin? Oh, so everybody always asks me, so why did you become a nurse? And I'm like, do you really, you got time? Because it's not like, oh, my mother was a nurse. Oh, I love children. No, like that's not my story. That's a lot of people's story and that's dope. 
But that's not my story. My story is actually, so fun fact about me, I love to plan. I don't know, like planning just makes me happy. Like in middle school, I was looking at high schools and college. Like early in high school, I was looking at college. Like I got my whole wedding planned out, y'all. I just need the man. Like I love planning. That makes me happy. That's who I am. So in early in high school, like my freshman, sophomore year, I'm already looking at college. Like, all right, where am I going to go? What am I going to do? Because, you know, at the time I had that mentality that most people have of like, okay, go to school, get a good job, live happily ever after, right? Like that was the mentality that I had in high school, which, you know, like there's nothing wrong with that. Nobody had taught me different. So high school, all I know is, I like math. I like science, you know, like, honestly, if I had not gotten my degree in nursing, I would have been a STEM girl, which I think I heard it's STEAM now. They added the A. And if you don't know what that is, it's science, technology, engineering, arts and mathematics. I'm a big STEM advocate. Like, I love science. Um, I think there's two types of people in this world. Like, you're either a science person or an English person. And if you're a science person, you like things like a certain type of way, like formulas and stuff got to add up. There's no, it is what it is. But then the English people, they're like, oh, how do you feel? What's your perspective? You know, like, I feel like you're either a science person or an arts person. I consider myself a science person. I like stuff to be the way it's supposed to be, you know? (laughs) So anyways... Um, I just knew I liked science and math. Like, I didn't know anything about anything. I was, I was like, a ninth grader, you know? What do I know about life? So I'm like, okay, I'm going to become an engineer. I didn't even know what an engineer was. But I'm like, engineers, I heard about this, the science, it makes good money. So I'm going to be that, you know? And I'm thankful to have my father in my life because I honestly wouldn't be the woman I am without him just always being there since day one and always providing, protecting, and looking out so my dad, being the awesome man that he is, was he had come across some article on Yahoo about the top paying jobs. And one of them was a CRNA, which if you don't know what that is, it's a certified registered nurse anesthetist. I still have to think about it when I say it. So he sent me this email and he highlighted that job and he was like, hey, you should look into this. And so I looked at it and I'm like, yeah, that sounds pretty cool. Like science, nursing. Um, So the next step for me was to look at what does it take to become this? And so to become a nurse anesthetist, you have to first be a nurse. So then I looked into what is nursing school and like, what is that all about? And as I looked into nursing, it just fit my personality. It fit my values. Um, You know, as a Christian, I felt like it was a good place for me to be. Um, I like taking care of people. I like putting a, a smile on people's faces. It had that science component that I liked. Uh, A&P was my favorite subject in high school, which is anatomy and physiology, if you don't know. So, yeah, like the more I looked into nursing, it just, it, at the time, it fit who I was as a person and my values at the time. So I was like, okay. That's settled. Gonna be a nurse. Going to school for nursing. And when I started telling people that in high school, it's funny because um, my te- like one of my teachers, my favorite teachers to this day, he was like, oh yeah, I could definitely see you doing that. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Really? And it's funny because <laughs> I have to laugh, but people 
you know, a lot of people don't like needles and stuff. That's not me. Like, I've always been the little girl that I would go to the doctor. I would watch them put the needle in my arm. And I wouldn't even flinch. And I'm still like that to this day. I'm like, like, what's going on over there? So I remember being a little girl. Um, I don't know. Maybe I was six or something. Like, young, young. And I went to the doctor. And I got a shot for something. And I watched. And I didn't flinch. And I think I'm pretty sure I even asked for another shot. I don't Who does that? I don't know. But I did that. And it was funny because the, whoever it was, I don't even know, the nurse, I guess, <laughs> ironically, or whoever was like, oh, you should go into the healthcare field. Like, you didn't even, this didn't even bother you at all. And I was like, no, I want to be a, whatever I wanted to be when I was little. I don't even remember now. So, <laughs> yeah, like, I just always remember that to this day because she kind of called it from a young age. And I was just like, nah, I'm good on that. And here I am today, 21 years old, a nurse. So that's kind of how that happened. So going, continuing on in the process, um, I guess I'll call this a side note slash tip. If you are still in high school and you're considering going to nursing school, try to take anatomy and physiology in high school because when you get to college, it's a lot and a lot of people struggle with it. I personally did not struggle with it because because I had it in high school. So when I went to college, it was really just a review for me. And I was really thankful for that because it took some stress off my plate. So once again, if you are thinking about going to nursing school and you're in high school, definitely take anatomy and physiology because it's going to help you out. Um, yeah, so high school, I tried to take the sciences, stuff that would set me up for success in college. And then when it came to the college application, application process um so I had a little bit of a special case because I played basketball my whole life and I knew I wanted to play basketball in college but everybody knows this nursing school is not for the week (laughs) so I when I selected my nursing schools I personally did a balance basically my criteria was I wanted to be in or near a city um I wanted to play division two or three basketball because honestly I wasn't I was not at the D1 level and I wasn't trying to have that commitment in nursing school it just wasn't gonna work so basically I wanted to go division two or three with a solid nursing program so I actually did wind up getting accepted in some into some of the top nursing programs in the country but because of that the money wasn't working out so I actually ended up going to my last pick for nursing school But it's crazy because I see how that just laid the path for where I am now. So, yeah, I winded up going to my last pick. It's so funny because when I went to visit the school, I didn't even take it seriously. I was like, yeah, I'm I'm not going here. I don't need to go on a tour. Like, I've heard enough. (laughs) I just totally took it as a joke. Um, And then when my parents told me, like, nah, you're going to this school because of financial reasons, I ride I was so upset like if you haven't already gotten this from listening to my podcast so far I'm an emotional person so when I didn't get my and I'm a dramatic I don't even I own it I'm a drama queen so when my parents told me I wasn't going to my number one pick for college I cried I was so upset I was like you mean to tell me I worked my butt off in high school so I could go to this school that I could have just like showed up to class and not done any work in high school and still got into this college but, you know, I'm dramatic. It's okay. It, it all worked out in my favor because 
even though the college I went to was not very prestigious, they did have a, a good honors program. So because I had good grades in high school, I was a nursing major. So I got my bachelor's of science in nursing with a concentration of honors. So I was in my college's honor my oh, talking too fast. In my college's honor program, which was a cool experience because even though my college was liberal, liberal arts and a lot of the stuff that we were doing was like, okay, when am I ever going to use this in life, you know? I got to be with people that were from different majors, different backgrounds, and higher level higher level thinkers. I don't know why I'm tripping over my words today. <laughs> higher level thinkers like myself. So it was honestly a cool experience to be in the honors program. Um, so, yeah, nursing school, college, the, the big leagues, kind of. Whew, nursing school is crazy because they really try to weed you out from the beginning. That's all it is. And honestly, to look back, it's crazy how many people come into the class with you, like in the beginning to how many people graduate with you. Um, a lot of people just don't make it. And, and that's OK, because it's not even that they don't make it. Like a lot of people don't graduate on time. But I know a lot of people that were supposed to graduate with me but they didn't and now they're finishing up and that's just as good. Like, don't let nobody tell you because you didn't get it the first time that it's a dub. No. Like, if it takes you, every time it takes you 12 years to get a four-year degree, you do that and I'm here for it, you know? Because the other thing with nursing school is that it's, 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 it's hard. It's such a balance between like your people skills because you could have a heart for people but you're not so good with books. But I'm pretty sure just about everyone would want somebody who actually cares for them and knows their stuff, but just is difficult with taking tests rather than somebody who's book smart but has no people skills. Like, nah. <laughs> and honestly, in college, I adapted the mindset of, listen, my 93 is just as good as your 100, okay? So we're just trying to graduate here. So, you know... It, if it takes you a while to get through nursing school, like, it's it's cool, you know? There is no set formula that says you need to graduate in four years. And I know a lot of people who do accelerated programs, too. Um, people have different opinions on those and how they affect the type of nurse that you become. But, you know, let's be real. If you just got a four-year degree or whatever, who wants to go through another four years? If you can do an accelerated program, if you have the time, the money, and yeah, that's really all it is, time and money, because that program becomes your life for those few months. If you could do that, and if that works for your lifestyle, go, go on, go right ahead, you know, but um, yeah, so college. I'm honestly going really off the top of my head with you guys. I don't have my notes today, so this is really me, so bear with me, but okay, so we have the academic side. There's so much to know in nursing and you never know everything. So even in school, they just shove a whole bunch of stuff like into your brain and you just mem you memorize it for the test and then you like spit it back out. But you can't even spit it back out because if you're not in nursing school, let me tell you how these tests are set up, okay? There's a right answer, but there's a more right answer. Basically in nursing school, all the answers are right, but one is more right than the other. That's literally how it works. So, yeah, wrap your mind around that. Like, yeah, you were right, but you're wrong. There was something better. Stress. <laughs> so even 
it's really a lot of critical thinking because you basically have to take facts and figures and then figure out how to prioritize and yeah you got your facts and figures but what does the patient quote-unquote look like what is what else is going on like there's it's not so straightforward so that's part of the reason why nursing school is so stressful because not only are you memorizing stuff but it's not you're memorizing so you can spit it back out it's you're memorizing so then you can like think about it critical thinking Mm, people have different opinions on studying in nursing school me personally I like to be on my own (laughs) I'm a people person but I love my alone time I've always kind of been like that when it came to my work too um I just I don't like the distractions and I find that I have better focus by myself so in nursing school unless I had to work with other people I pretty much studied by myself but um, if you, it's it's really all about you and doing what's best for you. If you know that you need a group of people, then go get your study group and get it done. That's really what it's all about at the end of the day is getting it done. And yeah, if you, nursing school, there's so many late nights in the libraries, um, in the library. There's early mornings because you have clinical and the way that clinical works because a lot of people, I feel like, don't really understand that. So clinical is basically your hands-on part of school where you're in the hospital or the nursing home or the office or wherever your school places you or you find yourself to be placed, depending on how your program works. So that's clinical. Basically, you're supposed to be shadowing nurses. And uh, I don't know, clinical day is like love and hate because you get to do what you're going to school for to a degree. If you get a good nurse, you're getting to give the meds and see how stuff works and figuring out the, cause okay, you learn the textbook way in school, but then there's another, then there's the real life way, you know? So you get to see that real life way that is the opposite of what you've been learning in class. Well, not totally, but you know, and then you get to learn, that's when you learn your people skills and how to walk into a room and, introduce yourself and try to figure out what's wrong with somebody and do your assessments. Um, you try to get that down in nursing school, but it, it's kind of the hate part of the love hate relationship is that you have to wake up super early. Um, cause you have to be in the building usually by eight o'clock ish cause nurses mostly change shift at seven. So you get there before seven so I know like there was one clinical rotation that I had where we were leaving our school around five o'clock in the morning. Um, and then <laughs> you don't even know when you're going to leave. It, it really depends on your instructor. Sometimes you'll be getting out at, around lunchtime, which is great. You know, like your instructor's like, hey, are you guys, you guys hungry? You guys got a test? Cool. Let's get out of here. And that's good. But then you have some instructors who are like, nope, we're doing this by the book. We're doing this 12-hour shift. And honestly, like, I get the idea. You want to be experiencing what a real nurse experience is. But as a nursing student, staying in a hospital for 12 hours is a waste of time because there's only so much that you can do. I know there was one clinical group at my school that um, they they had to stay at their clinical site for the full 12 hours. And they literally took naps and studied while they were there. So... It is what it is. It all just depends. And then, um, I don't know. See, okay, 
here's the thing. I got most of the instructors that were like, all right, it's 12 o'clock. You guys hungry. You got a test. Let's get out of here. And I was happy. But at the end of my senior year, I had um, an instructor that made me stay longer. And I'm not going to lie. I learned more because she forced me out of my comfort zone. And I think that was another thing that nursing school gave me. Um, a life skill that nursing school gave me was getting forced out of my comfort zone. Um, because in, in nursing, you really have to have confidence because there's a lot of trusting your gut. And for example, like if you see something a certain way, then you have to say that it's that way. And somebody else might have not seen that or agreed with what you have assessed but if you know that you know that it is what it is, then you have to stand your ground. So, yeah, nursing school definitely helped me build my confidence, which I guess is a good thing because I'm here doing this podcast and I wouldn't be if I didn't have confidence. Let me tell you. Um, so, yeah, clinicals is it's fun. Oh, also with clinicals, because people ask me this, like, are you still doing rotations? No, you do your rotations in school. So... Depending on how your program is set up, you'll spend a semester or a half a semester or whatever it is, a couple of weeks in different specialties. So some of those different areas will be like geriatrics, pediatrics, maternity, med surge, which, which stands for medical surgical, which is basically like most of your patients who have had procedures or operations or... It's basically anybody. It could be anybody. That's your med patients. And that's where they say you should begin so you can learn the most. And you have critical care. So that could be ED, ICU, CCU. So that's intensive care unit, cardiac care unit, um, NICU, neonatal intensive care unit, SICU, surgical intensive care unit. It all just depends on the hospital. There's different, different places, different abbreviations. What else? Oh, psych. <laughs> psych is fun. Let me tell you, but psych is not for everybody. Um, my psych rotation, I was on a substance abuse unit, which was really eye-opening for me because um, I've never dealt with anybody in my personal life that has had substance abuse or substance misuse, when, you know. So, But now I got to see people, like real people that I don't know. It's crazy. Some of these people, there's definitely some mental issues tied into their um, drug use or alcohol abuse. But some of these people are just real people who just went through life. Like one guy, he basically achieved all that he really wanted for his life at a young age. And then he didn't really have anything else to strive for. So that's when he just started drinking and then it became too much. And then now he is here lost everything here in this like hospital you know like some people it's just life got real the one that hurts my heart is the people that had a surgery or or a car accident or some type of injury and they got prescribed a pain medication and they got hooked on it or they got prescribed something to help them sleep better and they got hooked on it those are the ones that hurt my heart because it's like the doctor was trying to help you with something and it just went totally the wrong direction now here you are those those ones suck but then you also have like other people who they just had a rough 
childhood and they got into things they shouldn't have at a young age and now they just I don't even know like some of these people are really out there but it takes a special person to deal with a psych patient I'll say that um me personally I like to believe the best in people and so psych is not for me because some psych patients could be really manipulative and like I said I see the good in people so when I'm being manipulated it kind of goes over my head and that's not exactly a good thing in the healthcare field. So psych is definitely not ever going to be my specialty. But shout out to people who do psych. Um, they got good stories, let me tell you that. So yeah, psych is one of the rotations. Um, community is another rotation, at least at my school it was. And that's kind of just getting into nursing in different, in the community basically. Nursing in the community. So that could be like home care. That could be people that um, serve the homeless population I went to a senior I don't know how to say it senior center yeah I went to a senior center for my community rotation so oh and another example of nursing in the community is like your school nurse so some of those things you might get exposed to um what else I don't know those are some of the different rotations that I could think of think of off the top of my head so nursing school it's it's a lot and not everything is for you me personally I never had that you know how like this is the one that that love of your life well they have that for nursing some people they just walk in they know from the beginning I want to work with kids I want to work with old people I want to work with pregnant women I never personally had that I knew I wanted to work in the ED and I got to as a student, so now that I'm a real nurse, I'm like, eh, I'm good on that for now. Maybe one day I'll get back to the easy, maybe not. But it's just a totally different um, pace, style. Because in the easy, you you don't really have that patient relationship that you get on the floor. In the easy, it's like, hi, what's the problem? Okay, get it fixed. See you later. Hopefully not. You know, bye. Take care. Like, don't come back. <laughs> But on the floor, it's like, okay, how are you today? Oh, this is your family? Nice to meet you. Okay, I'll see you tomorrow. And you really build a relationship with your patients that you don't in the ED. But I don't know. I don't mind it. Mm, what else? What else? What else? I kind of talked about how nursing school is a lot of studying. How you got to be confident. What clinical is. Okay, I guess I'll talk about now as a actually registered nurse. So actually, before I became a registered nurse, after I graduated with my degree, I wasn't a nurse yet. I had a nursing degree, but I wasn't a nurse. So after I graduated, I had my bachelor's of science in nursing. Then I had to sit for the NCLEX, which is the national licensing exam for all nurses. So after I passed that test, that's when I was officially an RN. RN, BSN is my credentials. Um, so a lot of people, the NCLEX is like the big deal. Like that's basically what you go to college for. College is to prepare you to sit for the NCLEX. That is what people stress over because that is really what matters. And I'm kind of laid back. So this is just my personal opinion. Somebody else might tell you different. But I feel like if you made it through nursing school... You can pass the NCLEX, so don't stress yourself out about that. Um, 
that test, I don't remember the maximum amount of questions. I maybe want to say 150 or 300. I don't remember anymore. But basically, the minimum is 75 questions, and the maximum is up there. And you have, it's either like you'll get to the upper limit of questions or you'll run out of time. That's how that test works. So I happen to take the test, and as you take the test, it assesses your, basically, like, are you fit to be a nurse? So you everybody hopes that it, it cuts off. It just cuts off. It doesn't even say, like, okay, your test is finished now. This is the last question. It literally just is like, okay, test done. So my test cut off at 75 questions, which I believe, I believe it's 75 is the minimum. And I know a lot of other people did too. So if you're going to sit for the NCLEX, my advice to you is take it easy because you've made it through nursing school. So honestly, just do your practice questions and you'll be fine. Don't stress. And honestly, pay the $8 to get your results early because who has time to wait weeks? Nah, (laughs) and you need to get a job. Oh, I guess I just talk about getting a job. So getting a job is kind of tricky as a new nurse because people want experience, you know. Not everywhere is so quick to hire new grads and it can literally take months to get a nursing position even though there's always a need for nurses. So I don't understand. I personally had a... The hospital that I work at, I was there throughout college. One of my professors put me on to an internship program that I did every summer. And then my last year of college, I stayed on as a nursing technician in the emergency department. So I already had my foot in the door at a hospital, which if you can do that, do it. Cause it's just gonna help you at the end of the day. Mm, yeah, so, and then uh, I'm gonna go off of what other people told me, not so much my experience <laughs> because my, I feel like my experience is not common, but when you're applying for jobs as a new nurse, just apply everywhere. Do not be picky. Take what you can get and then work from there. But also the awesome thing about nursing is that there's so many different things you can do with a nursing degree. So even though you start as a bedside nurse, you never know where you're going to end up. There's this one woman at my job. I love her. She has her nurse's degree and she also has her, she also went to law school and she does like risk management so that's just an example like she's she's not bedside anymore she's walking around in her suit taking care of business so yeah and then there's there's travel nursing where you just up and go wherever they need you to go and they pay for like some of your expenses which is cool you could be a nurse on a cruise ship you could be a nurse on a plane you could be a school nurse like you could be so in a, my facility is a magnet facility, which means that it's like known for high, a high standard of nursing care. And if that's the case, then you'll even see nurses in the upper management, higher man, higher level management. So nursing is cool because there's really no end to what you can do with it. And if you get tired in one area, you go to a next another area. And honestly, I don't know. <laughs> There's just so many things you could do with nursing, so don't be picky with that first job. Get in where you fit in, get in where you can, and go from there. Um, Some things about being a registered nurse now. Well, a new nurse, there's a lot to learn. You never at any point in your career do you know everything. So every day is a learning experience, and then on top of learning yourself you have to deal with so many other people and so many other personalities 
I personally feel like there's a lot of pettiness and like talking behind people's backs and criticism in in the healthcare um arena and I that bothers me because I'm not here for that I'm just like look let's keep it real here if it is what it is if you got a problem with something I do tell me that and tell me how to fix it don't go behind my back and talk about oh this girl she like no I don't have time for that however not everybody's like me so there is a lot of pettiness in the healthcare field but luckily where I work everybody's pretty nice so it's not too bad and that's another reason why I want to stay at where I work at because the people are nice. But other places, like, they will leave you to drown and they won't care. There's this whole, like, stereotype or idea that nurses eat their young, which means they say that the old nurses are new to the, I mean, are mean to the new nurses. And it happens. I mean, luckily it doesn't happen in my facility, but it does happen in some places. And I wasn't trying to go through that. And I don't think anybody should have to. It's ridiculous. Like, people need to grow up, whatever. But, yeah, like... Some things that you might not know about nurses is that they're dealing with you and your family and depending on where they're working at, like five or six other people's family and their problems and their doctors. There's so many different doctors and then there's so many different, you know, you got respiratory therapy, you got physical therapy, you got nutrition, the pharmacy, um, environmental services or housekeeping however you want to call it uh what else the supply people there's just so many different moving parts that you have to deal with throughout the day and then because you're the nurse everybody expects you to just know everything and it's kind of unrealistic and not only does everybody expect you to know everything but everybody expects you to just be able to do what you want them to do when they want you to do it And it's just, it's unrealistic. So I just feel like people should definitely have more patience with us nurses because we got a lot going on. Um, So if you didn't already know that, now you know, like it's a lot. You got the doctor calling you on one line, pharmacy calling you on one, the lab calling you on one line, your IV is beeping, your patient is yelling every two minutes, your other patient has to go to the bathroom every 15 minutes, like then the other patient, the family's in the room. They want to know every single detail of what's going on, which I'm not mad at. If you're a family member, you have every right to be involved in your loved one's care. But just from the nurse's perspective, it's a lot. Um, yeah. And then it's, it's a, so I work 12-hour shifts. They don't, all, all nurses don't work 12-hour shifts now, but most places do do 12-hour shifts. And I personally like the 12-hour shifts. Even though it sounds long, it does go by pretty quickly because you are so busy. And then you only have to work three days a week. So that's kind of nice. Three to four days. Um, some places still do eight-hour shifts. And also, depending on your setting, like if you're in a doctor's office, you're not going to work a 12-hour shift three days a week. Because more likely, depending on the facility, you're going to be like Monday to Friday, 9 to 5, like a normal person, you know? Or seven to three. I don't know, whatever. The hours, you can really find any time frame in nursing. Um, some of the different shifts in my hospital, we have 7 p.m. to 7 a.m., 7 a.m. to 7 p.m., 11 a.m. to 11 p.m., 3, a, 3 p.m. to 3 a.m. So basically in nursing, you can find work any time of the day. But I personally love my 12-hour shifts. Because I don't want to be doing stuff every day. 
And then the fact that it goes by quickly most days is a big help. It's interesting because some days you'll have so much to do and the 12 hours will fly by. And some days you won't have as much to do and the 12 hours might drag a little bit. But I don't complain because, like I said, after you had a super busy day, you're definitely not complaining about a slow day. And if you are, that's your problem. I love the, the, I, I think it's a balance, you know? Because on that busy day, all you want is a moment to sit down. Oh, that's another thing. <laughs> Nurses, we don't take breaks. I mean, some people do, but it's not guaranteed. I went from the unit that I used to work in, which is actually the emergency department. We took breaks there, which I like because it's the scheduled downtime that you know, okay, for this time period, I can just do nothing. My brain can just pause. Even though some you might get some phone calls on your break, you know it's time that you have to yourself. But the unit that I'm on now, we don't take breaks. So you're just going all day. And then when you have time in between medications and stuff, if you have, when you find some downtime to eat, you, you do. It is what it is. But it's not like, okay, I'm taking my 30 now. I'm taking my hour now. Nah, it's like, I'm be eating until I got to do something else. And what else was I going to say? I just lost my train of thought. I always do that. <laughs> um, oh, the whole idea of like you forget to eat, you forget to pee, you forget to whatever. It happens. It literally happens. You're so busy. You don't even realize your own bladder's full. You don't even realize that your stomach is empty until you're like, it's grumbling. You got stomach pains. You don't realize that you haven't drank water all day until you're like, trying to stand up and do something and like about to pass out like it happens you're just so busy so yeah that's a thing (laughs) in nursing you forget to go to the bathroom um what else the day like I said it goes fast um the schedule not the schedule but like the um, I'm not the right word But, like, a typical day, at least on on the floor, on my unit, is kind of like you get there. And then the first hour, you're getting report from the the last shift. You're figuring out what rooms you have. You're writing out what meds you have to give, what has to be done during your shift. You're doing that all in your first hour. And then after that, it's just go time, giving the meds on time, making your assessments, documenting, receiving phone calls. Um assisting patients and their families whatever procedures that require your presence bedside um I don't know it's just like non-stop and then by the last hour you hope to be winding down and documenting and preparing to hand off your patients to the next shift making sure you've done all that you can do and, and sometimes you don't get everything done and that's just the reality um Yeah, it's it's nonstop. Another thing that I wanted to address is I come across a lot of people who want to go back to nursing school or they want to go to nursing school. A lot of older people. And they say, oh, I'm too old. Oh, I don't know if I could do it. I just want to come against that in the name of Jesus. Okay, (laughs) you're never too old to go back to school. 
nursing school is not impossible. You can do it. If you're thinking about going to nursing school, if it's really on your heart, if you know that nursing is what you want to do, or if you're a a CNA or a nurse tech or a nurse aide, however you want to say it, and you know that you got what it takes to go to nursing school, do it. Do it for yourself, if anything, just to say that you did that. Because I hate that, that, that fear, that limiting mentality that I've talked about before that says I can't do it. No, like, you can do it. Nursing school is hard, but it's not impossible. You won't be the first one to get through it, and you won't be the last. So at least, you know, give it a shot instead of always... You don't want to be like that 60-year-old woman working at the bedside like, ah, I should have gone back to nursing school. Like, just do it. So that's one of my pet peeves. When people are like, oh, you did it. I don't, I don't know. I'm thinking about it. Like, no, just, just do it. Go back to school. Find a way. There's so many different programs. If you have a degree, do an accelerated program. If you need more time, take that four-year program. See if your job is willing to cover some of your education expenses. There's scholarships for everything these days if you look for it. Um, I'm a big advocate for if you know nursing is what you want to do, get it done. It definitely takes a special person to be a nurse. Um, I've heard that everybody has that one bodily fluid that they can't handle. I personally don't. I've, I've, there's, it takes a lot for me to get grossed out. I've seen a lot and nothing, there's the smells, the sights, but nothing has really, like, made me sick to my stomach yet and hopefully it stays that way. But yeah, like, if you're afraid of blood, okay, maybe you shouldn't go into nursing. But if you're just afraid of, like, poop or throw up, there's different fields of nursing that you can go into that you wouldn't have to necessarily deal with those things all the time or as much. So, honestly, when it comes to nursing school, just get out of your own way and do it and thank, you, thank yourself and thank me later, you know. You know, I, got, I know you're going to get a nice check. Thank me later. <laughs> but, yeah, I just wanted to encourage anybody who's thinking about going back to school or going to school, um, definitely do it. Since I'm on Facebook Live, I normally don't look at the comments, but somebody, my brother, actually, my brother Mike Pizzino, is asking me my worst experience in general. So I haven't really had a worse experience. As a new nurse, I've made mistakes every day, and it's cool because they, <laughs> they haven't been fatal, and I've just been learning from them, which is honestly how you learn, by making mistakes, by getting the wrong answers. That's life. But... I don't think that I've had a worse experience per se, but there have been days where I've been exhausted and it's been hard for me to like keep my eyes open and stand up. There have been days where I've had to go into the bathroom and cry because I've just been going through it. Um, That's another thing about nursing is that you have to put aside you and how you feel and what you want. Like that gets put on hold. Like you don't get to be tired. You don't get to be sleepy. Like you don't get to take your anger out on your patients or your co-workers like you need to put that aside and get what needs to get done done but that's doesn't negate the fact that you have feelings so there's been days where I locked myself in the bathroom and cried because somebody said something to me or made me feel away or I just couldn't deal those are probably the worst days but other than that nursing is really rewarding it's true <laughs> everybody knows that and it's so true um, I love putting a smile on my patient's face. I love seeing them get better. Um, I love making a joke with somebody or finding a way to connect with somebody. 
that like that warms my heart that's what I really do it for you know uh, my favorite is I'm not fluent in Spanish but I can hold my own and so I love when I have the patient that only speaks Spanish and they don't really know what's going on and so when I'm able to come into the room and you know what of the eyes like ginger you know when I could like talk to them and they see oh she understands like okay cool I can ask her questions that that fills my heart too um yeah so I love it because it goes by quickly my paycheck's nice and I just love taking care of people so yeah but I, I forgot to tell you guys something. Part of the reason why I was hesitant to talk about nursing, even though you guys wanted to hear about it, is because for me, even though I love nursing, I love taking care of people, like, I don't see nursing as my end-all, be-all. Um, I definitely have bigger dreams, and this is just, you know, a chapter in my life. Um, this is what I'm using to fund those bigger dreams. So if I'm being real with you guys, I didn't want to talk about nursing until I wasn't one anymore, until I made it to where I wanted to be and I could look back on this chapter of my life. But I felt that it was important to give you guys what you wanted and talk about nursing from the now. Because, you know, who knows what tomorrow brings or 10 years from now? I don't know. So I hope you guys, I hope I was able to shed some light on nursing, nursing school and all that. I wanted to leave you guys with two things. Like I said, I didn't really prepare formally like I usually do for this podcast. So the two things I just wanted to leave you with is that, um, first of all, like I said, if you're thinking about nursing school, do it. Like, don't let anybody stand in your way. You can do it. You can. Um, get out your own way. You can do whatever you put your mind to. And the second thought that I wanted to leave you guys with is that be kind, be kind to yourself, be kind to other people, because you never know what anybody else is going through. And that's really what it is in nursing. You don't know what your nurse is going through. You don't know what your doctor is going through. You can only imagine what your patient is going through, you know, being poked and prodded with all these needles. This might be their first time in the hospital or maybe they're a frequent flyer in the hospital Maybe they think they're going to die. Maybe they're stressed out about telling how to tell their daughter that they're in the hospital when she's about to get married. You, you just never know. And so nursing reminds me every time I step onto the floor to be kind to others and be kind to myself, to be kind to yourself. Because, you know, you don't know everything and you're doing your best. So uh, if anything, guys, be kind. So I hope you enjoyed hearing my thoughts on nursing school and nursing and nurse life, RN life, BSN life, all of that. Um, if you want to share this podcast with somebody who's thinking about being a nurse or who is a nurse, go right ahead. And hopefully I'll be out of my feelings next week and I'll come to you guys on time with another episode. I'm super excited. I'm going to be working on interviews soon. I have some really awesome people that I can't wait to share with you guys. So thanks for tuning in, guys. Talk to you later.